Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the backseat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Sarekia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Oh, welcome back to the Field Guide to Awesome, folks. Last episode, we began the Energetic Perspective series, starting with Level 1 Perspective. I spoke about how to recognize and clear out the subtle forces that are holding you back from the momentum and fulfillment that was meant for you. It was all about how level one perspective energy potential shows up along with its advantages and disadvantages. Every level has them. Then we explored several strategies you can use to reduce your time being stuck here and access higher levels of energy. If you missed it, make sure to go back and check it out because this week we are continuing the series and diving into level two. Welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome. Today I'm talking about how to recognize when your fiery attitude will burn you and how to shift it into a fiery passion that can sustain you. Let's jump in. Welcome to the Energetic Perspective series. Each episode in the series will be focused on one aspect of each of the seven levels of perspective and intention. Each of these seven levels determine our experience and the outcomes we get as we move through the day. Welcome to a level two energy, which is all about the fighter and I win, you lose thinking. We're going to be looking at what level two looks and feels like and how it may show up in your life and business experience, as well as the advantages and disadvantages of level two energy and perspective. Again, every level has advantages and disadvantages. The characteristics I'm about to discuss often do not feel good and few like to see them in themselves. I know I don't. All right, so remember, as we go through what this level two perspective energy looks like and feels like, some of the characteristics may resonate and others may not. So disregard the characteristics that don't resonate and make note of the ones that do, okay? Because remember, awareness creates choice. And when we have choices, we can choose to shift our perspective consistently and increase our capacity to access the higher levels of energy. And at the end, I'm going to wrap it up by sharing with you some strategies you can use to shift to a higher level of energy. So prepare yourself for some suck, all right? But don't worry, there are things that you can do to shift it. All right, so for real, for real, uh, let's dive in. Level one energy was all about the stagnation and feeling at the effect of life, being the victim of life, things that happen at you, all right? And so there's still a bit of this in level two. 
the shift from level one to level two comes when the discomfort of staying where you are is more painful than making a move to change it. It's kind of like the poker in the butt. All right. It's as if a fire was lit inside you. At first, that fire is a thing that grows on its own into a conflagration. When that anger is not directed, it can be destructive. In other words, catabolic. So level two is still considered catabolic. However, when you have access to the higher levels of perspective, it can be used as a tool, but its results and effect are very different from what you're going to hear about today. We're going to talk more about that when we explore the higher levels of more anabolic energy. All right. Right now, the characteristics that you're going to be hearing about is when somebody is really stuck in level two. It's the predominant energy of not only in the workplace, but life in general. Okay. Level two energy is characterized by conflict, internal or external. And the core emotion here is, is anger. All right. There's a lot of anger inside. And this energy contains thinking of an antagonism, struggle, resistance, blame, frustration, defiance. All right. So from a level two perspective, everything tends to be viewed as black or white, right or wrong, good or bad. All right. These judgments result and it's not your judgment is bad. It's judging things as black and white, good or bad. All right. These judgments result in limited options since the full scope of available possibilities is not apparent. You just can't see them with that kind of thinking to the person operating with this level of energy. They often manage and operate by force, control or coercion. They may appear to be very confident. All right. Always thinking that their way is the right way. They can get caught up in focusing on what's wrong, what's broken and potentially who or what is to blame. And while initial results may look successful, this way of leading others and organizations will ultimately fail. It's not sustainable. All right. The effort expended to live and act in constant catabolic energy will train them and those around them to just fight and struggle. All right. So one of the things that I wanted to mention also is that with this level of energy, it let's put it this way. There are strong, forceful leaders out there who are very successful, even while working with this level two energy. They get things done. They can have terrific business success for a time. This level of energy is not sustainable in the long run. And being seen as a strong leader can seem really admirable. All right. Yet the characteristics of anger, forcefulness, dictatorial leadership, it can leak through and damage not only your business, but also your health and your relationships. All right. So this is part of why this is so important. I just wanted to get back in there because I know we, we see many leaders out in the world, entrepreneurial business world leaders who who lead by this level two energy and you know, they make money, they have success, but they don't feel that success, right? They don't feel it. And the people that they lead certainly don't feel that success. Let's dive back in to the pool. 
with this level two energy, people can be angry and they blame themselves and, and others for their lives, the past, for any negative thoughts and emotions. So there's a lot of blame that happens in level two. Blame is also apparent in level one, but in level two, I mean, it's, it's an angry blame, all right? They're not taking ownership of feelings, their emotions, all right? So people with predominant level two energy are usually not as happy or fulfilled or emotionally satisfied as they could be, all right? Their work and home life is neither as productive nor as exciting or fulfilling as, as they'd like. That doesn't feel good. And they usually don't feel like they're contributing and they don't feel appreciated, all right? And so kind of think about how that works. They don't feel like they're contributing and they're not feeling appreciated. And at the same time, they may feel taken advantage of all right so think of times when did you feel taken advantage of all right and so does it mean that they're not being taken advantage of no it means that they're feeling that way all right many people at this level refuse to open up fully because they don't trust their partner their team the persons that they're with completely so they hold back most people with this energy still feel that their life is not where they'd like it to be in comparison to level one energy, people with this second level of energy are very, they're very willing to do something about it though, okay? So level one, they're just sitting in the suck. In level two, they're feeling the suck and they're ready to do something about it because it's that fire, that passion that get, moves them into action, all right? And so many people with this level of energy, perspective, intention, because of a past experience or circumstance that they've been through, they haven't fully completely released it, okay? And again, level two is catabolic. So that means that it breaks you down. It's energy and it gets you into movement, but it's going to break you down instead of allowing you to grow. And so with this conflict, anger and force, they see threats everywhere. All right, so a little bit of paranoia. All right, they see threats everywhere and they experience antagonism. They struggle and they're always in attack mode. They're constantly working. Who are my workaholics out there? Raise your hand virtually. I can't see them, but admit it to yourself, okay? So are you a workaholic, all right? Are you constantly working? What is the reason behind not being able to take time off or to take time to refill your well? They're trying to do it all on their own. They tend to micromanage if they do have a team. And remember, I'm going through all of these characteristics. And if you have one, it doesn't mean that you have them all. You might recognize one or two of these or more of these. Okay. But these are just tendencies. They also experience a lot of defensiveness and self-protection. They experience resistance, frustration, and defiance, like I said earlier, all right? Pushing, there's a lot of pushing <clears throat> and fighting, all right? They get stuck in perfectionism rather than progress, okay? Things have to be perfect, and they're pushing, 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 and not allowing themselves to experience progress. All right. And so in business, this might look like forever getting stuck in making things perfect and not getting their offer or product out to their customers. 
black and white thinking, right or wrong, good or bad, other judgments result in limited options and they can't see the possibilities that are always there. And opportunities are always right in front of you. But when someone has this closed off thinking and judgment, they're not able to see what's right and out in front of them. All right, they're stuck in win or lose. I win, so you must lose thinking. All right, I win, heck with you all thinking. Okay, it feels like a dog eat dog world. And it feels like nobody cares about getting to know the real them. All right. Oh, gosh, that doesn't feel good. They still experience loneliness in a crowd. That was a big thing in level one. They feel most people use them, then discard them when they're done. And they must control all aspects of life. They also hold grudges against self and others. Forgiveness must be earned. All right. But here with even if the forgiveness is earned, they're still holding on to the grudge. The grudge is still there. All right. In general, they're disappointed in life. <sighs> and one of the characteristics that we see a lot here is a person with this level of intention, with this level of perspective, with this level of energy. They also engage in a lot of numbing behaviors because in level one, there was just like the numbness and of ennui. All right, you, this is just what it is. In level two, all of a sudden there's new energy, there's new fire. And you know, at first like fire, it burns and it hurts. It hurts inside too, okay? And so with like this influx of high emotion, of strong, powerful emotions, there also comes a need for numbing all right because it's too much you got to make it a little easier and our brains naturally do this and so numbing behaviors are basically normally fun relaxing or otherwise enjoyable behaviors that are used to escape undesired tasks experiences and feelings and so you, how often have you found yourself because this is a common human trait how often have you found yourself you're supposed to be doing something that was work and that you know felt hard or was scary in some way even if it was very subtle all of a sudden you find yourself surfing social media washing dishes doing another errand cleaning out a closet now those things i mentioned washing dishes organizing a closet if i am doing those things i know and and, and i didn't like purposefully do them intend to do them i know that i am avoiding something that is either scary that feels hard that i don't want to do that i don't understand all right so that's kind of one of my triggers is when i'm washing dishes or it's really bad if i'm organizing a closet because that's a big project that i am avoiding something and i'm doing a numbing behavior all right and so numbing behaviors that leads to the next one thinking that all good things in life are bad for you because once those numbing behaviors are stopped the things that you were escaping from return they're still there all right ignoring things don't make them go away so the things we avoid do not go away sometimes they get worse if we ignore them and so it's kind of a faulty cause and effect logic going on there. 
like the scrolling social media is bad. Watching TV, Netflix and chill is bad. All right. Those things aren't bad. They are neutral. They're, they can be very fun, but doing those things when you should be doing something else and your brain knows you should be doing something else. You know, I'm using that evil word should. When the fun activity ends, the unpleasant, uncomfortable activity still is there and still needs to be done. Okay. All right. So back to some other characteristics, the need to punish others for taking advantage of them. So remember we talked about, they feel that they're taken advantage of and yeah, then they feel like they need to punish them. Push me one more time and I'll explode the straw that broke the camel's back. All right. And lack mindset is very strong in level two. And it feels like there's not enough to go around. They still feel like they aren't making enough money, that they don't have enough clients. They're not the right type of clients. Clients don't have money to pay them or they're not getting paid what they're worth or even that they don't know enough. Somehow there's not enough of something and it frustrates and angers them, okay? And there's also the emotional roller coaster between struggle and anger. And when things are going good, they're going very good. All right. When they're at a high, that's great, but it doesn't last long. And money is the same way. They may get a windfall, but they lose it very quickly. It goes to bills. It goes to pay off something. All right. So money doesn't feel like it sticks around. That was a lot of suck, right? A lot of suck right there. But let's talk about the advantages because there are advantages and disadvantages. Most of what we have heard about level two feels like a disadvantage, right? But there are advantages. And the advantage of level two is that it enables people to get a lot done by themselves. All right. When you don't got anybody else, you know, you can do it or Nobody does it as good as you. So you get a lot done and it can also motivate others temporarily. All right. So anger, forcefulness, you need to get this done. And the, your employee or your friend or whoever is like, okay, I'll do it. And they do it and they do it. They do it just to get it done. In that aspect, think about like, if you're forceful about trying to get somebody to get something done, like, you know, even a parent and a child, a parent like being level two at their kid, get that done. The the person is just going to do the work, right? But there may not be quality. The person is not going to enjoy the work. Your team member, child, friend, coworker is going to be miserable. All right. And so that's going to break down relationships. But back to the advantages, a person at this level is usually very good at playing the game the way it was taught to them. The game of life, the game of business. They're, this is the step, I'm going to do this step, and I, this is what works, and I'm following the rules. Okay. The disadvantages of this level energy, it, it can alienate other people and cause them to be motivated by anger or fear. Because of that, other people are not inspired and your team members aren't inspired, your kids aren't inspired. And, you know, it's just, they're just trying to get it done because they're either afraid of you or afraid of the person at level two or they're pissed off and they just, let's just get it done. 
All right. And so oftentimes quality isn't there. Level two forcefulness can cause them to, to be dissatisfied and unproductive. Even with level two energy, I want to remind you that no level of energy is inherently good or bad. All have advantages and disadvantages, like I just spoke about. The difference is in whether the person is a victim of the level of energy at the effect of it, or can use the level two energy as a tool, as a resource, all right? And without being trapped by the emotions and beliefs of level two. So you can use the energy and not be trapped by the emotions and beliefs. So you can, sometimes you need to use a stern voice, like this really needs to be done right now. Or I'm disappointed with how this turned out. All right, but then still use the other levels of energy to how can we make this better? All right, what are the, the other options? All right, and so I don't want to give any spoilers, but it does get better. And you can integrate this level two energy with the higher levels of energy and use it as a tool. The great thing about level two energy is that it is like lighting a fire of anger and the anger and level two feels better than the apathy and victim stiffness of level one. So when someone is stuck in level one, nothing much happens. Not until the level one person gets uncomfortable enough, irritated enough, or angry enough to make a change. And that's when the person's energy begins to shift from level one to level two. All right. And so on your own, when you have time, ask yourself some questions like how has some how have some of these characteristics shown up in your life and in your business being aware of it is the first step all right the more you explore and address and release these issues the easier it will be to access higher levels of energy i did promise some strategies for reducing the level two energy and making room to expand into the higher levels of more anabolic energy. All right, much of the work here is identifying your limiting beliefs, understanding how they are holding you back and adopting new ways of thinking about them. Opportunities open up to you as you let go of black and white thinking and start exploring the gray areas. What possibilities and opportunities open up to you when you go into the gray, right? The in-between spaces. You actually also start making progress on your goals by embracing progress instead of perfection. Perfection is impossible. And if anybody waited until a product or a service was perfect, it would never make it to market, all right? So think of software where Apple, whether it's Apple or Microsoft, the first releases are always full of bugs. Not everything works the way it should. And then the software giants, they release updates and upgrades to improve their product incrementally. All right. And so basically just you have to get what you have out there and make improvements based on the feedback from your clients, from your customers. All right. Failures no longer hold you back from success. You have to change how you think about failure. All right. It's adopting a win or learn mindset. All right. Instead of a success failure mindset. Now it's easy to say 
it's harder to do to shift that internally within you to change how you feel and and to change your intentions it's not just what you say and do it's your intention that changes your energy all right so if your business effort meets expectations fantastic and if it falls short of expectations yeah it doesn't feel great all right until you realize you have either learned how not to do it again or how to fix things going forward and that's still fantastic all right so think of edison who we credit for inventing the light bulb it was actually somebody else but after his 900th and 99th unsuccessful attempt someone spoke to him about failure And Edison's response was that he had only found 999 ways of not doing it. So thank goodness he didn't stop until he got it right because we'd all be sitting in the dark, all right? The next one is changing your concept of competition, all right? Competition disappears when you start exploring abundance thinking. Just because somebody else wins it doesn't mean that you lose. And I'm not talking about a certificate of merit, all right? Just because somebody else wins, like on Facebook, on social media, you see someone celebrating their financial windfall or a financial success in their business, all right? I myself celebrate them because, yay, more wealth, for more people. I know that just because they got this financial success or they got this wonderful thing in their life, this this gift of abundance, it doesn't mean that my abundance is not waiting for me, okay? Just because you win and just because you win, it doesn't mean that there's any less to go around for others. And that's also important. You know, when we're talking about money mindset, just because somebody is giving you money doesn't mean that there's less to go around for others or that there's less value for others all right competition is just a construct even if your business is in the same niche as a sea of others all right even if there are people who are kind of like you or very closely like you how are you different and you are all right what is your secret superpower i almost hate using that word but you know there is something secret and unique about you all right how does your personality bring value to what you do how how do you talk about what you do that is unique from anybody else all right start thinking and exploring that a little bit more when you start to feel like competition is like poking you it's like oh how am i unique okay and so we got a few more increase control over your strong emotions now i'm not saying don't have emotions i'm not saying quiet down or become smaller just increase control over them so that you're not responding like a work when something happens you're not responding and reacting instead you want to intentionally respond transform your fiery angry anger and frustration that holds you back into fiery passion that moves you forward 
Okay. At this stage, if you are the stuck, you're the victim of your own anger and your anger uses you. And I'm sure you've seen martial arts movies or some kind of action movie where the hero stays calm and collected and he goads the bad guy and the bad guy explodes and, and does something stupid and the good guy swoops in and defeats the bad guy or vice versa. There, there's always that dichotomy. There's a time in the movie where the good guy is just reacting and he's angry and, and the wise person says, control your emotions. It's the angry person that loses. Okay, so it's kind of a TV movie film trope. Okay, and so it's true here too. So transform your fiery anger into fiery passion that moves you forward. Okay, and so you can use it as a tool instead of being used by it. And we got two more. Move on from grudges. All right practice forgiveness and letting go of grudges when holding on to grudges often the person who is hurt most is you and it's like you are drinking poison despite someone else and you're punishing yourself and merely annoying or making somebody else uncomfortable if you have a grudge against them and that's even if they are even aware that you have the grudge all right so forgiveness isn't so much for other people and this is kind of a cliche too forgiveness is mostly for you to make you feel better to stop hurting yourself to spite others okay and trust life and business feel so much easier and so much better and they flow so much smoother and are less scary when you're exploring trust and what that means for you and your business what would bringing on skilled help do to help you free you up from the minutia so you can work in your zone of genius? And that might look like learning how to delegate effectively and creating clear processes that your new team can use to meet your business goals and move past the win-lose scenario. At level two, the core thought tends to be, I win, you lose, okay? How can you start to find the win-win solutions? Take responsibility for how you're feeling and thinking. Both level one and level two tend to be at the effect of or feel like things outside of themselves are causing how they think and feel. However, it's how we think and feel that determines how we see the world. So start deciding how you want to feel and what you want to think and look for evidence of how doing that changes your experience. Explore how it feels to find success with your own power instead of forcing things to happen. Next episode, we're going to be talking about level three. I win. If you win too, oh, that is okay. And things start to feel better at level three since it's the start of the anabolic healing and growth energy. Stay tuned. You won't want to miss it. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me is to please rate, review, and follow this podcast. 
When you do, you help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs just like you. By the way, if you are a driven entrepreneur at the top of your game, yet find your consistent successes aren't feeling like you thought they would, I also have a special invitation to share with you. Especially if you are ready to go deep and stop the self-doubt, self-sabotage, overwork, overwhelm, exhaustion cycle that is holding you back from experiencing success that truly feels like success. I invite you to book a call with me. We'll have an intimate conversation about you and your business, and we'll talk about what's holding you back from regulating your nervous system, priming yourself for flow, and elevating your emotional intelligence so that your journey of success feels fulfilling and deeply satisfying. If you still need more help at the end of our call, and it makes sense to both of us, we'll talk about what it would look like to work together. If this sounds good to you, click the Book Trina link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and stay tuned for next week. And remember, be awesome!